Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. As a girl in her 20s, I know exactly what it's like to be feeling lost, confused, a little bit like you have so much to figure out still because you probably do, but I'm just here to reassure you that that's totally normal. And whatever stage of life that you're in, if you're feeling any type of way, I'm always here to remind you that you are not alone in that and just ultimately be someone that you can look at as a friend. Health and wellness, fitness, dating, life, advice, self-help, all the things, anything at all that I am noticing in my life that is coming up and can maybe help someone else, we always will go deeper into. If there's ever anything you guys wanna hear more of, please comment, read the podcast, and let me know how much you enjoy it. I love you. If you're ready to grow with me, let's get into today's episode. New episodes are every Monday at 5 a.m. All right, guys, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to talk to you about today, and I think I want it to be something that I've been noticing in my life at the moment because I feel like that's always like the easiest and kind of something that will kind of resonate with a lot of people too, I feel like, and that is tackling your fear. And fear is so crappy. Like fear is the worst. Nobody likes it. And at the end of the day, fear really is just a mindset. I think in everything that is just in your subconscious and your beliefs dictate how you view yourself and your beliefs also dictate what you fear. And if something is a fear of yours and you allow it to grow, you become captive to that fear. And at times you can just be playing so small in response to the way that you feel about something, if that makes sense. So I've really been forcing myself out of my comfort zone recently with fear in a lot of different ways or just anything that I know, if there's like an insecurity of mine or if there's something that makes me feel some type of way, I'm just not allowing that to like even be the case anymore. I'm not allowing that narrative to continue playing because the more power I give to it, the louder it's going to become, you know, the more you don't do something, the less you want to do that thing most of the time, depending on what it is. So like if there's something that you, that scares you a little bit and you decide to avoid it at all costs, you're not going to want to get back to it. It's going to make it seem so much harder. Like, Oh, can I do that? I'm not really sure if I can, like I have these thoughts, like maybe I should just avoid it. No, whenever you're having those thoughts of fearing something or just wanting to avoid something, that is whenever we want to dive into it. And maybe not in that exact moment, but in a way where you game plan what it is that you want, how you want to show up in your life and how you're going to make sure that that fear does not get to control you anymore. You're controlling the fear, you know? I've just noticed in my life personally, there are areas that I've definitely been playing small and that's just not acceptable to me anymore. And I think that you can go through some times in your life where playing small is your best that you can do, or you might just get stuck in a cycle of playing small and you feel like there's really nothing else that you can give except that at that moment. But at the same time, the longer that we allow ourselves to stay stuck in that small mindset, small mentality, maybe showing up 25% whenever we normally can show up 80 or, you know what I mean? Just because we're allowing our thoughts, our negative thoughts, maybe our self-conscious, subconscious thoughts to dictate the way that we show up in maybe certain situations or life events or whatever. It, the longer that you allow those thoughts to allow you to play small, you're going to continue playing small until you have a little bit of a come to Jesus, wake up call moment for yourself. And for me, I know that there are ways that I acted last year that I don't want to act this year. And I'm, I'm sure that so many of you can relate to me on that. There are so many, so many, so many things, so many ways I've been acting over the past couple years and not intentionally and not in a way where I was trying to be this type of way, but in a way where I was going through things that I was showing up my best, but that was where 
I was able to be then. And the way that I showed up last year just simply isn't acceptable. I'm not allowing it to be acceptable anymore. So I hope that this episode resonates with those like who need it. Cause I know that this is something that I'm not the only one dealing with this type of thing. And it's something that I've listened to a lot of podcasts recently. And that's kind of what got me thinking about this even more, but I already had the mindset and the mentality for this year that how I've been acting and maybe not showing up, maybe not going to as many social events, not putting myself out there as much. There are certain areas that I know personally I want to work on within myself. And like I said, there are things that I've went through that made it really hard for me to show up, you know, the way that maybe I could have showed up a couple of years ago and that's normal and that's life. And you're going to go through things and it's not to make yourself feel bad. Like, Oh, I should have showed up better last year. No, I'm accepting what's happened in the past and I'm acknowledging that like, there's nothing that we can do to change it, but now we can, you're always able to change the present moment. That's what we have control over. So, you know, everyone's new year, new me, you know, or even like new year, new goals. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. I don't, I don't shame anyone for ever being in that type of way. Cause I, it's not necessarily new year's resolutions. It's more so new year's goals. I would say, or just goals in general, ways that you want to keep living. You know what I mean? Changes you want to make to your life in 2024. Things that didn't serve you last year that you know and you're aware of now and you're able to learn from because that is what all these things, anything that you're noticing that you might want to change or areas that you do have fear, you can change. We don't have to be a victim to those areas in our lives. And that's not to invalidate anything because I know that the way that you're feeling or the ways that you felt are so extremely valid. And I know what it's like to be trying your absolute best and feel so discouraged because you wish you could be giving more in certain moments and things. So just always try your best. That's my point with that. But if there's a way that you know that you are showing up or you've showed up in the past that you do not want to be anymore, this is the episode to motivate you to make that change because I have the most faith in you and I know that you can change your life because that's exactly what I'm doing. I've been doing it. I've been making the changes even over the past couple weeks and I can already notice such a difference in myself. So in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about fear, kind of what it is and why we shouldn't let it control our lives. We're also going to talk about the podcast specifically that I've listened to recently that have really just hit home for me and I'll put them below so that you guys can go and listen to them because they are genuinely life-changing. They're so good. They're both Ed Milet podcast and I just, oh, oh, they just hit me so hard in the heart. And I listened to them both like a few weeks ago and I remembered when I listened to them the first time there were things that I pulled from them where I was like, wow, this really is good. And it really hit me in a way that I needed it in that moment. And I went and listened back to both of them. And I was like, yep, this is what I needed. So we're going to go into those. And then we're also going to talk about cold plunging because that is one huge way that I am tackling fear and making the things that seem hard less hard because I'm starting my days off doing something that's extremely hard, which is getting into ice cold water first thing in the morning for like two minutes, you know? So yeah, but we're going to kind of talk about all those things. So I'll go more in depth with about cold plunging, why I do it benefits and kind of my little setup with it and everything. I've never looked up the definition of fear in my life until just now. And I didn't even read it. And it's kind of like making me a little bit emotional for some reason, because it's actually wild that the things that we fear so much are just mindsets and like beliefs that we can change. It's just kind of crazy because they can seem so much bigger than us. You know what I mean? So 
for me to even just see this a little bit, I'm just kind of like, wow, this is kind of crazy just because your mind is so powerful and that can be either used in the best way or the worst way. And I've been such a victim of my own mindset over the past few years. And it's just something that I'm just not going to allow anymore. So it's just like, oh, it just, it's one of those things where it seems like it should be easy to change your mind and the way that your brain works. It's like the hardest thing to do. So the definition of fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that something or someone is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. So whatever you may apply that to fears that you know that you have, right? They can be something as silly as some people are afraid to leave their house. You know what I mean? That's not silly. I'm not saying that, but people are afraid to leave their house. Like, and that's my point where sometimes, and I don't know how people get to that point, but I think that by not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone on a regular basis can a hundred percent put you in a mindset like that to maybe at some point be afraid of doing anything, you know? And I just, I feel so much for those people. And I honestly, one of my fears is ever becoming somebody like that. Like, not that I ever would, but like, there are things that I have, there are things that I want to avoid in life. You know, I have like social anxiety at times. There's things that I'm working through and it's not even necessarily that there's ever any like threat with anyone that I'm with. There's, it's never that there's something so much deeper, you know, most of the things that you fear they're because of traumas. They're because of things that you've had when you were younger. They're things that you honestly don't even really understand fully. So for me, that's something I'm just, I've noticed over the past few years as somebody who used to drink a lot in social settings, understanding once I moved to a new city and I drank less, I started noticing things more. And I'm like, what the heck? You know what I mean? Like, what the heck? But it's, it's not something that I'm stuck with and I don't have anxiety all the time and I'm not going to allow anxiety or anything of the sort to ever control my life is my point. But like, let's say this is just an example. Let's say somebody doesn't want to go anywhere or go to a certain place the longer that you allow that thought to be proven true, because your mind always wants to be proving itself true. So if you're having a thought that you don't want to go somewhere because it's not a safe place for you to go, or it just doesn't sound right, or your, your nervous system isn't very happy about that thought, right? The longer you allow yourself to not go and be in those moments, you are proving your negative beliefs around that thing to be true. Even though I'm going to tell you right now, they are not, they are not, they are not as true as they seem to be in your brain. And obviously this can be different for different things. Obviously some things are dangerous things that we should fear. You know what I mean? Sharks, um, you know, poisonous spiders, things like that. Obviously people are able to have like a fear against whatever, you know, but it's kind of crazy. It's just kind of weird to kind of think of the psychological breakdown of fear and how it makes sense and everything. But exposure therapy is my point where that is you going out and looking your fear right in the face, because right when you do that and you have a fear of doing something and you do it, it's showing your brain, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Like maybe, maybe I am able and capable of doing these things, you know, like that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Or even if it is a little bit uncomfortable, continue with it and keep doing it. Just because it's uncomfy doesn't mean that you should stop. That means that you just aren't used to it. And the longer that you do something, you are building such a self-belief, self-trust, confidence within yourself that you can do all those things. Your brain should not be able to tell you, I can't do this. And you'd be like, yep, I'm not going to even try. You should always want to try to do something. You should always want to like grow outside of who you are. And if there's anything that's holding you back in life, I really, really, really challenge you this year. Please try to change that. 
please try to change it. I don't want you to become a victim to your own mind because I know what it's like. And it is the worst thing in the absolute world. And I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. There are times where you will feel very misunderstood in certain situations, depending on whatever it is, however you're relating to this, you'll just feel so misunderstood. And it's, you're, it's just one of those things where it is something where you feel so alone in it, even if you're not, because it does take a special person maybe to understand everyone's so different. Everybody has different fears. Some people aren't going to totally understand it. You know what I mean? So it can be a really lonely journey sometimes, or it can feel really lonely, even though it isn't, or it doesn't need to be. Cause you can't always talk to people about whatever it is, but um, I'm not trying to be super eerie or like tiptoeing around things. I'm trying to just keep this very, um, broad. So you're able to apply it to your life. However it may be. I don't want it to just be like solely focused on like, you know what I mean? Certain things, but I just know how lonely it can feel sometimes whenever certain things that you do fear that you continue to not do when you want to do them too. That's my point. There's, there's different types of fears. Obviously, like I said, spiders, snakes, those things, you're not trying to like, you're not trying to get better at fear with those. You're trying to get better at things that you have a little subconscious weird fear about that you know that you don't want to have anymore. That's my point. So after saying that, I'm going to read the definition of fear for you again. An unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of weird. Like for me to even think about things that I know that I have like things with. I, and it's just, it's wild to try to break them down and understand where they come from. Honestly, as somebody who like has been on a healing journey for a moment, it's kind of wild. Cause it's like, I know, I know that it's very deep rooted and there are things that happened probably when I was younger. You know what I mean? That I don't have memories of that make things that seem silly to me. I might have little fears about those are the fears that I'm personally trying to overcome, like going out and doing certain things and feeling comfortable in certain settings. And you know, so if you can relate to me, just know you're not alone. And even if you can't relate to maybe the way that I'm talking about it, I know that there's something in your life that you're able to apply this to. But the episode that really hit me super hard, I just saw Ariana Grande came out with a single. Okay, in case anyone didn't know that. Okay, sorry to tell you that mid-episode, but I opened up Spotify to look at the podcast just to tell you the exact name and she came out with a single. Go girl, we've missed you. Okay, how to... Co- <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself. Okay, the episode is The Ed Milet Show, How to Brand Your Life with Jen. What's her last name? Jen Gottlieb. I don't even know how to pronounce her last name, but I'll have it below. And from that title, like once it gets into the episode, I want to say like 10 minutes. The whole episode is so good. But if you want the, the part of the episode that really hit me, it's around like 10, 12, 13 minutes or so into the episode. And she just breaks down how you need to learn to walk with fear. Like walk with it. Don't let it drive the car. Stop letting it drive you around. Sometimes we are the passenger seat and the fear is driving us. And the more that we give fear the power, it's going to continue to drive the car. So instead we have to learn how to drive with fear. Like, you know, it's going to be there. It's not going to go away immediately, but learning how to live with it and learning how to just kind of befriend your fear and understand that it's okay that this is here, but we're bigger than this. Like we're so much bigger. We're so much more capable than what our fear is trying to tell us. And I, I am a firm believer personally that those thoughts are just not of anything good in the world. I think they are literally just thoughts that are sent to try to keep you and hold you back. And depending on what you believe in, 
could be Satan. It can be, you know what I mean? If it's not, if it's not good, it's dark. And if it's dark, it's not from God or source or the universe, whoever you believe in, it's not a good thought. So those thoughts to me are even more alarming because I know that they're not thoughts that I should have in my life. And I want to learn how to move on from certain thoughts that are just self-limiting fears. So even if, you know what I mean? Just any type of thought that you have that just isn't a thought that you want. I'm all about reprogramming my brain right now. And just like, changing myself to show up as my future self. I think that is just such a theme for my life this year. I'm just so, so on fire for it and I'm so excited for it. But learning how to hang out with your fear, walk with it, go with it. You know that you're afraid to do something, tell yourself, you know what? I know that this is uncomfy for us, but we're gonna do this tonight. Like we're gonna do this this week. Allow yourself to go out there and try to do it this week. Don't, if you're afraid of going to the gym, maybe working out is something that's very intimidating for you go to the gym, allow yourself to get started. Okay. And maybe it's not even the working out part. Maybe it's the social aspect because gyms are extremely crowded and they're extremely overwhelming. And so many people can understand where I'm coming from with that. Like gym anxiety is a thing. My therapist actually told me, cause like I've talked about this in therapy before. And she was like, Michaela, do you understand how many people actually have the same type of thought process? She was like, people hate going to the gym. And she's like, a lot of people don't like going. She's like, it just is a very stressful environment. There's so many people in there. There's so much energy in there. And she was like, it's just a whole thing. And it can be. I'm going to tell you it can be. But in different stages of my life, I felt very differently about it. You know, it's, it's, it is a little uncomfy. There's a lot of people and you just have to, you'll really feel comfortable in the gym once you're really comfortable with yourself. And that's what I'm understanding. So there's just a lot of growth that I have to do. Um, which is honestly the whole point of why I wanted to start my podcast when I did, because I am somebody who self-growth and my healing journey and my self-confidence, like all these things are things that we're constantly going to be adding to in our life. Like I am not who I was five years ago in a good way, and I'm just going to continue growing. And so are you. So I always want to be a lesson in that. Guys, I don't know if you know, but I'm absolutely obsessed with meditating. And I know there's so many different ways of going about meditating these days. There's different apps. There's so many different things. And it can seem super freaking overwhelming, honestly. And for me, I'm going to tell you, I've tried tons of different apps. I've tried a lot of different things. I've tried ones on YouTube. It can be really hard to sit still. So if you're not somebody who likes just seated meditations or whatever it may be, or maybe you're just new to meditating, I have the perfect freaking thing for you. And I'm so excited to have a little offer to give you guys. I am obsessed with Superhuman. That is the app that I choose to use for my meditating these days because I find that it's the best. It gives me the most versatile situation. So I'm able to use it not only sitting down, but if I don't have time to sit down, I can also do walking meditations. I can do running errands meditations, up the wall meditations. You can have your legs just up stretching. There's stretching meditations. There's a lot of pep talks on there for every certain situation. I'm all into all those things. There's also a cleaning meditation as well. Travel meditations. I'm obsessed. They even have ones to listen to before you go on a first date or after like a family dinner, if it went bad, like they have everything you could possibly need. So I'm so excited to give you guys this offer. So I reached out to superhuman cause I really wanted to work with them and they are letting me offer you guys a hundred percent off a one month trial also plus the two week free trial period. So by trying and signing up with my code, you get a six weeks free membership through them. So you're able, it gives you plenty of time to try it. If it's not something that you like, you can just cancel it. Simple as that. But I love how much time they're giving you guys to kind of try it out because I know for a fact that you're probably going to fall in love with it. And if you stick with it and stay consistent, I promise you like even just a couple days a week and notice what 
it will do to your mental health. You will have a much more calm brain. You're going to feel way more connected to yourself. And it allows you to set intentions throughout your day that genuinely have changed my life, especially going to work at a job that isn't necessarily what I want to be doing with my life these days. It helps me to have a good mindset to go into whatever day, no matter what I'm doing. It helps me to stay focused, present, and just living in the moment, which I love. But so, like I said, it gives you six weeks to figure out if it is something that you want to stick with or not, and you will not get charged until after the six weeks is up. So let's say you started it and you want to cancel it literally the next day. You can cancel it the next day and you still will have six weeks to use it. And if it is something you decide that you want to do again, you could always, you know what I mean, go back to it. But this way you have plenty of time to figure out if it's something that you want to do or not. The sign up with my code only works if you go through the website though. So I will have that linked below. You can't go through the app store or Google play or anything like that. In order to get this deal, you need to go to www.superhuman.app slash register, sign up with my code Michaela. That is M I C H A E L A. And I will have all that listed below, but please give it a try. I swear to God, you guys will love it so much. And I can tell you it has hundred percent changed my life for the better. And it's something that I incorporate in my every single day life where meditating always was something that was super hard for me to find time to do. Go and try superhuman and become literally a superhuman. I swear to God, I am a superhuman now because of this app. But an example of that would be if you don't like going to the gym and you allow that to get the best of you, right? So we want to do the opposite of that. So you understand like, Hey, I know this is uncomfy for me, but I'm going to make it a promise to myself that I'm going to do it because it should be that much more important to you. Honestly, in my opinion, if you don't want to do something that badly, it should be very high on the priority list to figure out why and to figure out how to change that. Because again, you do not want to become a victim to your own mind and you do not want to continue to allow your brain to be confirming itself right. Because again, your brain is going to constantly be looking for ways to prove itself right. So if for instance, you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh, it's going to be an awful day. You're going to see so many things throughout that entire day that are going to show you, yep, today sucks. Oh, this person cut me off. Oh, I spilled my coffee. Oh, this happened. Oh my gosh. Like, you know what I mean? It's just going to add it, as opposed to you wake up and you're like, it's going to be a great day. Like I'm show me how good it's going to get today. I'm so excited for today, which obviously is another way to train your mind. You're not, it's not normal for someone to wake up and feel that way all the time. You know, it is, but it isn't. And you know, it's one of those things where you have to train yourself to feel that way and to look for the good in life, because that is something that I'm working on as well. But the second that you wake up and you're like, it's going to be a good day. You're going to see all the positives so much more. You're going to see all these things lining for you. You know, it's like lucky girl syndrome, right? I'm so lucky. Good things are always happening for me. Everything's working out for me. If you tell yourself that all the time, you're going to continue to see that because whatever you tell your brain, it's looking for signs to confirm that you are correct. You know what I'm saying? Are you following me? It's just one of those things. The mind is so tricky. So if you tell yourself you don't want to go to the gym, you're afraid of going for whatever reason, and you continue to not go, you are letting yourself down. At the end of the day, you are heavily, heavily, heavily letting yourself down because even if you don't go that night, it's, it's very deep rooted there where it's just, it's going to affect the way that you see yourself, the way that you keep promises to yourself, the way that you see yourself at all. You're just going to be like, can I even like, why can't I do this? And then it, it causes you to not have self good self beliefs, you know, good, good self-confidence. It's hard to stay disciplined and staying disciplined is the biggest goal of mine right now. And by staying really disciplined, it builds the relationship within yourself so much, so, so much. And by showing yourself again, that you can do all those things that your mind tells you that you can't do, which is what I've been telling you guys from the beginning. It's I've 
been literally, this has been such a theme in my life, right? So I just want you to know that you genuinely can do all the things that your mind tries to tell you that you can't do. Your mind is a liar. So go to the gym and do the things that seem uncomfy because that is when you're going to find so much growth. In this episode, they were talking about their own personal experiences too, where Jen was talking about how she went to an event a couple years ago. And like, just keep in mind, these people are like some of the most successful, rich, um, great with people, great people skills, like they're podcasters, um, public speakers, all the things, right? So they're very, very, very successful human beings. And they just have great mindsets and they're very, very, very admirable and also so knowledgeable, which is why I just love this. Cause I'm like, holy crap, like you guys have been unlocking so many things in my brain recently, but Jen went to an event and it was before she was as big as she is today. And when she was at this event, they were doing cold plunges and it was a surprise. Like she was very, very excited to be there, like be doing things and networking and stuff, but they randomly surprised them with cold plunges and she started having a panic attack. And she saw all of her friends like getting up and getting in the cold plunge and everything. And her body's initial reaction was to have a panic attack and to freak out, you know? And if anyone's had a panic attack, you know how bad those suck. They are not fun. Okay. At all. Not even a little bit. And she started to have a panic attack, saw her friends getting in the cold plunge. And she got to a point where she was like, I'm just going to do this. So she did it. It took a while for her to build up to that, but she stuck with it and she did it. And after she did it, guess what she did? She went and did it again, like right after that, because she really enjoyed it. Like that is my freaking point. It like actually pisses me off. I get angry about this because this is like something so near and dear to my heart, but your brain is telling you that you can't do something. Your body's having a reaction, but just because your body's having that reaction doesn't mean we should not do this. This is a sign to not do this thing. If anything, and I'm sure you've heard this before, everything you want, all the amazing things in life are on the other side of your fears. They're on the other side of your fears. It's crazy, but it's so true. And there's so many stories that people have to back this up. But that girl, for instance, she did it. And then she, you know what I mean? She did it again. Crazy. Your brain is lying. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Even if it's so uncomfortable, there are times that I've genuinely not wanted to go places before that were putting me outside of my comfort zone. And my heart was beating out of my chest. I felt like other was, I was probably not like, I did not feel well in those moments. Right. But I was able to do them. And by doing them and putting yourself in those exposure therapy moments, you are growing so much. That is when you grow the most. And then when Jen told that story, Ed was like, you know what? You just reminded me of something that I went through. And he was like, that I've never talked about. And he said that he went to a retreat. This was like before he was ever who he is today, which is literally a billionaire. Okay. And like one of the best speakers in the entire world. Like he's amazing. And oh, I just love him. You need to listen to his podcast. Like I talk about him all the time on here, but, um, he went to some retreat, some, it was like a three day event. Right. And whenever he was there, there was, I think it was like with Tony Robbins, I think. So like someone else who was like very high in the self-help space and like the, you know, health and wellness space and everything. And so he went to do this thing with him. There was like a firewalk or something. That was something that Tony had everybody do. And Ed was so scared to do it. And he got up to the front 
and he was really scared to do it. He's like, I don't know, man. He's like, I don't know. And he went to do it, and then fear started coming into his brain, and he was like, oh, this really, really hurts. Like, this really hurts. And it's only, I don't know exactly the specifics. You'd have to listen to the episode, but basically it's like a 20-foot hot walk or something. Like, you can get through it. It's not super long. But I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I'm not saying that. I'm not downplaying this because I have no idea what this is like, but he went to do it. And then the fear came in. Right. And so he was like, he stopped and he was really upset with himself. And everyone was like, Oh, it's okay. Ed, it's okay. Like try again, try again, like get to the back of the line and just try it again. And he acted like he was going to the back of the line and then he left the event and didn't come back. And that was the first night of the three day event. And he said, I felt so badly within myself. He's like, I just felt awful because he's like for like three years, like that stuck with me because your brain and your body and your mind, no one's forgetting that. Like you are not going to forget you letting yourself down. And in those moments, not that him not doing it, let himself down, but he could have tried again. And you want to do those things and you want to prove yourself wrong. And you want to prove that you're, you can do it to yourself. It makes you feel so good. And he left basically. And he was really ashamed about it and everything. And Um, then they went on to talk about the fact that like you go to bed every single night with yourself. Like you're always going to bed with you at the end of the day. And this is something I'm really, I, ever since I heard this episode, like in November, October, I don't even remember, but I've, I've been low key. It's been playing in the back of my subconscious mind, even though I haven't heard it since that moment, but it's so important. It's so, so important that you get into bed at the end of the day, every single night, no matter what happens that day, you're getting into bed. And when you get into bed at the end of the night, are you going to be proud with what you did that day? Are you going to feel like you did your best and like you, you did enough? Are you going to be feeling good about yourself? You know, there are so many days where, you know, you'll get into bed and you're like, Oh, I wish I would have done this. Or I wish I would have just got that done. Or I wish I, you know, make it happen. Just make it happen. And it sounds so much, so much easier said than done, but like, it really isn't. It really isn't like you can make it happen. You can do the things to make yourself feel proud. And in those moments, that would be him not leaving the event, but staying, even though he was uncomfortable, sticking it out and growing through that uncomfortable experience. Because whenever Jen got into her bed at the end of the night that she did the cold plunge, even though she had a panic attack, you know she felt so good about herself because she did show up for herself in that way, where Ed didn't, you know? And there are times where even I'll wake up and I'm so learning and growing with all this in terms of like having a to-do list and like figuring out how to like prioritize properly. And if I don't get certain things done, then I feel so badly about myself. And I'm sure so many of you can relate to this because I feel like this is such a normal common thing that it's just so hard. Life is hard. So, but when you get to bed at the end of the night and you don't do that thing, are you going to be proud? Are you going to feel good or are you just allowing yourself to continue letting yourself down and not to make you feel bad, but to motivate you because you are so capable of change. You can figure out how to prioritize better. You can take the time to learn how you want to make your to-do list, how to make sure that you are crossing things off, how you know that you are going to be able to get all these things done. Just start writing things down. If it's hard to keep up with your brain and it's hard to keep up with the things that you want in life, start writing everything down. I can't even recommend that enough. That's something that I've been doing. I have three different notebooks for the three different areas of my life. Like my podcast has a notebook, um, content creating has a notebook. And then I have another notebook for like just things in my, 
if I need to write down like a recipe or if I need to write down my grocery list or whatever, then I have a planner and I'm trying right now to really get better at my to-do list because I feel like when you make a to-do list, it's really long. Sometimes, at least me, I am so guilty of just like not doing as much as I want to actually get done. And there's so many hours in a day that I am so capable of getting more done than I actually am. But it's very easy for me to get distracted and I'm really trying to just like set up um, like ritualized routines. Like, and what I mean by that is, is like routines that are down to a T. Like I know what I'm doing this time to this time to this time to this time. I'm getting things done. How to maximize my productivity. So that's just a little side note, but there's always ways for you to grow and there's always ways for you to continue to figure out how to conquer your fears. You just have to try and you have to be able to be willing to put yourself out there and be uncomfortable, um, in any way, any way at all. And for me personally, one of those ways is going to the gym as you probably already have figured out, but going to the gym and doing that, I had a panic attack over the summer. Like at the gym and I, it had nothing to do with the gym. I've never had a panic attack really at all before, but I think my ADHD medication or something started to cause me to have panic attacks also mixed with caffeine. It was very strange among getting off birth control. I went through a really weird phase last year. And instead of allowing that to dictate my life from now on and just like be scared, I'm not, I'm not going to let that happen, but going to the gym in general, as somebody who does have like a little bit of social anxiety at times, that I have just had under the surface. So I'm learning how to grow through it because I'm not somebody who is not able to talk. I'm extremely extroverted and very good at conversation. I just think that I've been hit a lot over the past couple of years. It's really hit my um, self-belief system in a way that I really need to completely rewire it. Um, since COVID and since going through so many different changes in my life, I think I've changed so much. So there's just so much that I've been learning about myself and there's just been so many things that I've been trying to figure out for such a long time. And I finally feel like I'm at a place in my life where I'm actually like not making excuses anymore and I'm going full-fledged to not let this continue happening to me because it's not fun. But since that situation happened where I had a few panic attacks within like a week or so, and I had one at the gym, it made me very scared to go back to the gym and feel comfortable there because the comfortability that I did build up and I really enjoyed having at the gym, suddenly I was just scared that I couldn't trust myself to even get through a workout without having a panic attack anymore. Not that it was even comfortable, or not that it was even a normal thing for me because it wasn't. I never had panic attacks, even with somebody who has had anxiety. I've never had panic attacks really. So it was just really scary for me because I was like, I don't, like I already am, like it's already forcing myself out of my comfort zone to be at the gym and working out. And I found my love in it and I do enjoy it. And I felt more confident and comfortable there. And then something like that happens. Like it just made me, it just shot me down a few notches where I, I didn't feel like I could trust myself anymore. And I felt scared of what my body could do. And I was scared that I had something deeper wrong with me, you know, and it's just not a fun place to be at all. So moral of the story, the way that your mind feels about certain environment situations. If you give it the power, it's going to run with it. It's going to run with it. So learning how to be comfortable and just hang out with your fear in those situations, knowing when you go to the gym, when you go to the, wherever you want to go, or when you do whatever you are fearing or whatever, however you're applying it to your life, how can you bring it with you? And how can you just understand that? Like, okay, I'm going to be, it's normal. If, if I feel this, or I feel my nervous system here, we're just going to like take some deep breaths 
We're just going to breathe. We're just going to relax. Everything's fine. And just reassure to yourself that you were safe and you were okay. Like you genuinely are okay. I promise. I promise you. I, it, within, within reason, I don't know everybody's situation, you know what I mean? But for the most part, everything will be just fine and you got this and just go in there and kick ass. Cause you're going to literally kill it. This is not the year that you allow your fear run your life. That is so 2023. That is so 1921. Okay. It just ain't coming. It just ain't coming to 24. Okay. I said so, but let's get into cold plunges, shall we? So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about cold plunging because that's a huge way that I am trying to reframe my mindset and tell myself first thing in the morning that like, I can do hard things and I know I can do hard things, but like, sometimes we don't feel like we can, you know? So this is just to start the day off hardcore in a way where we are forcing ourselves out of our comfort zone. Because if you can get into cold water first thing in the morning, before you do anything else, you are going to have a fire day, an amazing day. Okay. Because everything else after that is just going to feel so freaking easy. Everything else is going to feel so easy compared to you getting in a cold plunge. And it doesn't have to be a cold plunge that you're doing, but if you're interested in cold plunging or whatever, this is just my mindset around cold plunging. I did one today. I did a couple, or I've tried to get my cold plunge journey started over the summer. And in Texas, it was just nearly impossible to do. So it's winter now. Okay. It's January. And I did one this morning because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it outside. I got like a new thing that like insulates it a little bit better. I'm like, this is going to be really good. I'm very excited about this. And I'm going to tell you right now today it was gnarly i don't know exactly how cold it was because i lost my like thermometer that i normally keep in there but i know that it was freezing and i know it was actually a cold plunge and it was so freaking hard but it was like also like so worth it and like fun at the same time i like pushing myself out of my comfort zone and i'm really i've wanted to get into cold plunging so like just doing it this way i'm excited for this for the winter months at least here i don't know how i'm going to continue cold plunging in the summer in texas but for now, we're loving it. So I'm really just trying to keep this habit going throughout the rest of the year, but I did it today. We're gonna do it tomorrow and we're just gonna keep it going. I think what you want to do is about 11 minutes per week, I think is like what Andrew Huberman has suggested um, for like the most effectiveness. So for me, I don't know if I'll do it every single day then or if I'll just do it certain days of the week, but I definitely wanna do at least 11 minutes a week. But like today I did three minutes. So just in general, such a vibe. Okay. Such a vibe. It really isn't that bad. And it just makes you feel so good afterwards. Like you just are rushing like with good, good feelings. I think it does give you like serotonin, maybe some dopamine as well, but cold plunging is definitely one way that I am conquering fears this year because getting into a cold thing of water doesn't sound fun. Doesn't sound like something you want to do. Right. But at the same time, like I woke up today and I was, I was actually last night, my brain knew I wanted to get up and do the cold plunge and stuff. And I knew it was going to be getting colder in Texas. And I was like, okay, it's like 11 o'clock at night, but I know I want to do it in the morning. I'm just going to go set it up really quick. So I like took it outside, filled it up so that it was perfect for me to do today. And it was, it was great. So my point is your brain's going to try to negotiate with you to get you out of the things that you are low key, not wanting to do or fearing. So because it's uncomfortable or, you know, it's not going to be super easy and fun, but you're going to grow so hard in those moments. So it was so worth it and I'm going to continue doing it, but such a vibe overall. I'm so happy that I did it. So I'm on Andrew Huberman's website right now. 
And he said, the key is to aim for a temperature that evokes the thought, this is really cold and I want to get out, but I can safely stay in. For some people, that temperature might be 60 degrees, whereas for others, it's 45. For some, it could even be 30, you know? So it really just depends. So I was right. It does enhance your mood. I knew that it had mood enhancing properties, but I wasn't sure exactly the science of like what it does. But he says that... Cold exposure causes the prolonged release of dopamine. Dopamine is a powerful molecule capable of elevating mood, enhancing focus, attention, goal-directed behavior, etc. Even short bouts of cold exposure can cause a lasting increase in dopamine and sustain elevation of mood, energy, and focus. If you want to hear more about that, listen to episode 39 of Andrew Huberman's podcast to like hear more about everything. It also helps your metabolism. So cold exposure increases metabolism as the body has to burn calories to increase cold body temperature. The total calories burned from the cold exposure are not that significant. However, the conversion of white fat to beige or brown fat can be beneficial for allowing people to feel more comfortable in the cold or triggering further and more sustained increases in metabolism. So he also says 11 minutes per week total, not per session, but rather two to four sessions lasting one to five minutes each distributed across the week. Again, the water temperature should be uncomfortably cold yet safe to stay in for a few minutes. You can do more, but this should be the minimum to achieve the benefits of cold exposure. You can do very cold, very brief exposures for adrenaline release too, but the 11 minutes is based on a recent study that explored a range of effects and is a good solid basic protocol for ongoing use. But some other benefits can also improve circulation by increasing blood flow to the muscles and reducing muscle soreness after exercise. In addition to physical benefits, cold water immersion therapy can also have mental health benefits. For example, it has been shown to reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. Who the heck doesn't want that? Who the heck doesn't want to have better mood? Okay, you tell me. So obviously this is a very uncomfortable thing to do. It's not for everyone, but if you're interested in it and you want to try it, it's extremely trendy at the moment. There's so many videos online. There's so many ways and resources to learn more about it. But Andrew Huberman is definitely who I would recommend if you want to hear more about it. The specific ice pod that I use is from the pod company. And I'll talk about that in just a second. But from their website, they said that the benefits of cold plunging are elevated energy, recovery and performance, immune support, momentum, boosted mood, pain relief, stress relief, and better sleep. So if you want to hear more about that, you can even check out the podcompany.com. That is where mine is. But I have the IcePod Pro or just like, let me see. I have the IcePod Pro bundle is what I got. So, so what you get is the ice pod, you get like a lid that goes on and you also get like a cover lid to make sure that nothing gets into it. And you also get a floating thermometer and a one year warranty. I also got something from them recently and it is like something that helps to keep it even colder. What it's called is the ice pod ultra insulated cover set, which is on sale at the moment. Just if you, if you want to check these out or whatever, um, definitely recommend it though. It's really, really good. It's been great. It's good quality and it definitely does what it needs to do, especially in the winter months. But for me in the summer, I've been having a hard time keeping it cold. I don't think that it's the fault of the ice pod though, or anything. I think it's the fact that like it's soup, it's so hot in Texas and it's so hot to get cold water out of your pipes in Texas in the summer. So it just makes it hard, but they do have a chiller that you can buy, which is like literally almost a thousand dollars, which I just don't have money to spend on a chiller at the moment. But also ice is something that you have to invest in. So keep that in mind. Um, but you can also look up how to make an ice pod or like an at home, like cold plunge out of a deep freezer and stuff. And if I lived here like permanently, I would do that. I mean, I could even do that here, but I could do that here like in my garage, but I just don't 
know how I would go about that right now. And I'm really enjoying using my cold plunger, like the ice pod and everything. So if you want to check that out, I'm enjoying it a lot. And for now, that's definitely good enough for me. But I have a code with them. And I also have like a, a little link that you can use below that takes you to their website. And you can use my discount code to get money off. But I love it. I really do. So that's everything for today. Um, if you want a little update on my life really quick, things are going well. Um, obviously, like going home for Christmas and everything, that was like a whole thing. I think I kind of updated you guys a little bit about that, but things are, things are good. I'm just so happy to be back in my routine, like after the new year. I'm really loving it so far in 2024 in terms of just like my mindset and changing and figuring out the things I want to change in my life. That's like my biggest goal right now and just really honing in on how to become a better me and keep it sustainable and not just like start a habit and forget about it. You know what I mean? So long-term goal focused over here, but there's supposed to be a freaking winter. There's a winter weather advisory currently in Austin. So right now it's 52, which is no big deal, but it's dropping at like five in the morning to 29. And it's going to be like that, like really, really low temperatures for the next few days. So like whenever it is a winter weather advisory or if it gets cold in Austin, the whole freaking place basically shuts down or we could like lose power. We could lose our water, you know, things just weird things happen in Texas. So the cold months are always like a sus situation for everybody here. Everyone's like, oh no, like what are we gonna do? So I got some canned food for me to pick up from the grocery store just in case for some reason we do lose power within the next couple days or anything like food that I can just eat without having to warm it up or whatever worst case scenario. But yeah, we're coming to you live on a Saturday night right now. Okay. Big vibes. And I'm happy that I was able to get this banged out, but we're going to relax. Now I'm going to place a target order. I got some target gift cards, so I cannot wait to go through. I look, I've been really elevating my space. I've been big into that also this year. So anything that I've really needed for a long time, finding ways to just get those things. So even on Target, like having a little list. If I want like organizers for drawers, getting those. If I want a new rug, getting that. If I want a new shower curtain and I just want to completely redo my bathroom, let's do it. So I'm just super excited. I just feel like it's a really good year so far. And I just feel like this energy is just going to stay. Like that's how I feel. I just really, I'm really vibing with it. You know, I feel like we're kind of completely changing a little bit and I'm loving every second of that. All good changes, of course. But again, I just wanted this episode to be a reminder for anybody who needs it that fear is not your friend. Fear is a loser. Okay. And we're not going to allow a loser to run our life. Okay. We're going to tell fear. You don't even know me. Okay. Get out of here. I know you're going to be here and you're going to be a little bit annoying. So like we can be cordial, but like step down, you know, we're going to be doing this. And I just want you to know that if you go to try to do anything that you're kind of fearing or whatever this week, just know that I am there with you and just know that I'm so proud of you. And just think of me and just think of this episode because I promise you, I promise you it's not going to be as bad and it's going to genuinely change the way that you view yourself the more that you do the things that you were scared of. Exposure freaking therapy, baby. Also a reminder, if you love this podcast, if you listen to it regularly, it would mean the world to me if you took the time to give it a rating, please and thank you. It just is little like heart it, star it, whatever the heck it is. I don't know what it looks like for you guys, but you star it if it's on Spotify and you can even like write a review if you like it that much, I would really appreciate if you did a review. That would make me so happy. Goal for the week, go do one thing that you've been putting off for a long time. It could even be cleaning your spare room, but definitely go and do one thing that you're scared of this week or something that you've been avoiding. Even if it's trying a new workout class or something, go and do something that makes you uncomfy. I love you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this and I will see you guys next Monday.